You're listening to the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute, a podcast where we discuss both the hobby and business sides of collecting. I'm your host, Mike Summer, and I want to help you buy, sell, and trade your way into a collection you'll love. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute. Well, I regularly ask readers to share questions or suggestions for future articles. And last week, I was talking with Matt from the OAC Cards or Tops Living Stat accounts. You might follow him on Twitter. Um, and we were talking about my thought process as I started WaxPackHero.com and started the blog and website. And it seemed like a great idea to talk about. And so while I'm no internet expert, I'm happy to share what my goals were for the site, what the content strategy was when I rolled it out, and what I've done to try to gain readers and listeners. And so I thought we'd spend a few minutes today talking about that. But before I get into that origin story, I want to remind you about my sponsor, Underdog Events and Collectibles, and some of the breaks that they're going to be having this week. So on Tuesday and Thursday night of this week, they're going to be breaking Prism Draft Football, 2020 Tops Tribute, Select Basketball, and Optic Basketball. And you can find them online at udogcollect.com. And you can make sure to join their Facebook group, The Underdogs, to buy and sell and trade with other collectors. Remember, always bet on the underdog. Okay, so now as I've mentioned before, when I returned to the hobby in 2015, it did not take me long to realize that a lot had changed since the 80s and the 90s when I had left. There was a lot for me to learn, and in addition to the education I was receiving from Sean and my local LCS, I was also kind of starving to find sports card content online. So I was reading blogs, I read the blowout forums and the Net54 forums, I scoured sites like Beckett to find as much as I could, and I also found several sports card podcasts, including Sports Card Radio. And one of the things I love about that show is that they actually give you quite a bit of good advice if you're listening and if you can listen um, behind and get beneath some of the rhetoric. And they had several episodes where they were talking about potential income that could be made from creating your own content on your own website. And they gave ideas on topics to cover. They challenged listeners to take a shot at starting your own site. And at the same time, my return made me want to find a way to help other returning collectors transition back into collecting. And so that goal, plus the challenge from Colin and Ryan, you know, that was really the main driver for starting the WaxPackHero.com site. And so now to get off the ground, you know, there's a few different things that I had to take into mind. And, and the first one is, is maybe from a technology perspective. Um, I decided to start the site. And I now needed to decide how I wanted to do it. You know, I don't have a technical web development background. It was all new to me. And so I needed to find a platform that was fairly easy to use uh, and understand. And so I wanted it to be flexible for future expansion, you know, whether that be podcasting, creating an online storefront, hosting, you know, lots of photos and video. And ultimately, as I researched things around, I landed on Squarespace. And, you know, through them, I could register my own domain and use their kind of drag and drop website building tools to create a full featured site. And for me, not having that background, that was worth paying the, you know, roughly $200 a year that it costs. And so I, I knew 
that I needed some goals too. I'm a goal-oriented person, as as you've heard from some of the prior podcast episodes, um, goals in my day-to-day job and goals in my own personal life. And so I, I wanted to have some business goals. And so I wanted to be intentional about the way that I created the site. And so I knew that I wanted to write about cards, collecting, and how I buy and sell cards to create a self-sustaining hobby. And While I was excited to share that with the hobby community, there's also a reason that the overarching mission of the site and the podcast is combining both the hobby and business sides of collecting. I like the business side too. And so one of my goals was to learn how to generate income from the blog while still giving away the content for free. And that meant that I needed to see if I could successfully generate revenue um, from things like Google AdSense or affiliate income. And it took me a few months to get approved for AdSense. You know, there's they do they're pretty thorough in their review of sites. They don't want you know their ads just thrown up on a bunch of spam sites. And so I finally got that approved for Google AdSense. I also signed up for the eBay Partner Network, the Sportlots affiliate program, the Tops affiliate program, and Amazon. And so I did that from the very beginning. And and as I started out, my traffic was pretty low. And so I didn't really generate much of anything from it. And in fact, I didn't even generate any commissions from Amazon, which kind of got me um, put on pause. Or so they said, basically, you know, you're not gener- generating enough business for us. Build your site a little bit more. Come back and try again later. And so I didn't really generate anything in that first six months from Amazon. And I had to ultimately resubmit it again. You know, I wasn't sure what to expect, and really my first goal was just to generate enough revenue from the ads and affiliate income to cover the annual Squarespace charge. Um, Yeah, that's right. I wanted to create a self-sustaining website. I knew the potential was huge for AdSense and affiliates from, you know, Colin and Ryan and plus some of the other podcasts and blogs that I had written about, so I knew there was potential there to generate significant income, but it was going to it was going to take time to grow those programs. So that was a goal of mine is to, is to grow those programs, but I knew I was going to have to do some things first and put in the work. Ultimately, I was going to need to grow the audience. So that's what we're going to talk about next, but first I'm going to take a quick break to tell you about Starstock. I want to take a second to tell you about a new trading card marketplace called Starstock. They're preparing to go live in April, so keep an eye out because the launch is just around the corner. Their goal is to be a faster and cheaper solution to sell cards, and they're looking for sellers who want to be some of the first to have their cards available for sale at launch. I'm going to be testing the platform with my own submission. They're offering a 5% sales commission with no submission or processing fees. You send your cards in, and they do all the work. Your cards are insured and stored in a vault, and you can have your cards shipped to you at any time. You can buy, store, or flip cards at the push of a button. If you're interested in learning more about getting involved as a seller and getting your cards onto the site for launch, contact Mike via email at mike at starstock.com. They're looking for sellers who have rookie and prospect cards of current players for the major sports. For more details, contact Mike at mike at starstock.com or go to www.starstock.com. Now there's really multiple aspects to this whole content discussion. There's the topic to be discussed, there's the style or the voice that the content's created in, and then there's the structure that really surrounds it all. I had a good idea of the topics I wanted to write about, but I wasn't confident at all in the voice that I wanted to use. And I had no idea on best practices and how to get this content to rank in Google search results and stuff like that. 
Well, fortunately, there's some good podcasts and blogs that cover this topic. And I did a lot of reading and listening, and I did my best to incorporate these practices into the site. You know, for instance, I try to create a post title that's likely to match a topic that readers are searching for. I try to make a post a minimum of 600 words, and ideally, I'd like to have it closer to 1,000. You know, almost every article contains pictures or video content, which helps engage readers even more and helps them stay you know, active and present on the article before they click out and go to the next one. And I'm not, you know, I'm not an expert or an authority on SEO, but I'm thrilled with how well the Waxpack Hero articles rank in search results. And so I must be doing something right because a, a bunch of my articles rank in the top 10 pretty soon after publishing and, and have that coveted first page Google result. Now, I try to cover topics that have the potential to be evergreen as well. You know, that's how I want them to be relevant regardless of when the reader finds the article. So I want them to be clear, I want them to be concise and authoritative so that readers will want to use those articles as a reference guide to the topics that they're interested in learning about. And so it doesn't really mean I won't throw in an occasional hot topic or discussion of a current event, but I try to make the majority of what I publish evergreen. And so then next is, is probably like the social media aspect. That's maybe the best way to, to describe it. The piece of this strategy was to grow my presence on social media. And that's another thing at the time in 2017 that I knew very little about. Can you pick up on that theme? You know, I didn't know much about any of this stuff when I started, but the Google machine was my friend. Once again, Google comes through. I started engaging and sharing content on Twitter and Facebook. You know, I reached out to get feedback on my posts from respected bloggers and other content creators like Joey Dub Mentality Shiver, Ken Beans Ball Card Blog Kinsley, and Eric the Fat Pack Norton, amongst several other people. And so I wanted to make sure that I was putting out quality content and getting tips and feedback from these guys who are proven in the card industry and the card content creation industry was super helpful and making sure that I was on the right track. Now, over time, that social media presence allowed me to build relationships with other people in the community, and it allowed me to get to know more people and have them get to know more about me and what I stood for. And I think that authenticity and and having those relationships has really helped contribute to the growth of the site and the podcast. So I'm only two years into this, and I still have a ton to learn but I'm having a ton of fun as, as well. You know, the traffic to the site and the podcast are continuing to grow. The, the goals that I had from a business side of the AdSense and the affiliate and sponsorship income, they're at the point where they're covering the costs of the infrastructure and the Squarespace annual charge and all of that kind of stuff and, and even generating me a little extra income on top of that. And that's pretty exciting to see. You know, I'm really, I'm so glad that I listened to Colin and Ryan and gave all this a shot. You know, those guys get a bad rap sometimes um, from their bravado and the and the way they engage. But I really have learned a lot from listening to their show. And if you can see past it, you know, there's a lot of benefits. So I, I do want to say thank you again to them for challenging me to give this all a shot. And so now I want to hear from you. You know, did you find this background helpful? You know, do you have any questions of your own? You know, are you thinking about starting your own site or your own podcast? Reach out and let me know. I'd love to chat. Like I said, I'm by no means an expert on this. I've been trial and error, 
um, learning from trial and error over the last couple years, but I'm having a lot of fun. I'm starting to see some positive results come from that, and I would love to pass on what I've learned so far to somebody else and see if that helps you. So reach out on Twitter at the Mike Summer. Send me an email at waxpackhero at gmail.com. Check out the Hobby Hotline on Saturday mornings. We love to get questions from listeners like yourselves uh, about any topic, including this one. And so reach out in any of those platforms. I'd love to chat. Come back because I think I'm going to make this a two-part series, actually. And so next week, I'll spend some time talking about what some of the most popular articles are on the website and what articles continue to generate a lot of traffic to the site. So maybe that will give you some inspiration as well of the types of things that you might want to cover And so I think that's really all I've got for you today. So come on back next time. I can't wait to hear from you and I will catch you next time.